What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Rock Hippie Adventures well, podcast. Well, that was abrupt. Wasn't it not? It just stopped. Blow. Lame. What's that? It was done. It's, it's on a break. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's like, no more. Yeah, it's done with no that. More. We're done with that song. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No more. So, hello, everybody. Again, this is the Rock Hippie Adventures Podcast. You are looking at the quarter century episode, episode number 25. Yes. 25. How cool is that, babe? Well, I mean, it's 25 episodes. Heck, yeah. Probably be more if we didn't have three weeks of COVID relief. Well, that's true. We didn't get paid for that either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no COVID relief pay here. Uh, but thank you for joining the show. My name's Keith. I'm Mel. And we're here today to talk to you about freezing cold temperatures, no power, and... Ice no, storms. Not not really, but yeah, it was a hell of a weekend. Uh, oh I think it was God. a hell of a weekend through most of the country. Word. Um, it sounded like a disaster everywhere. Yeah, it is kind of crazy at the... At, at the reckless abandoning of winter storms. Yeah, and it's kind of been hitting us almost weekly at this point. Some yeah. kind of precipitation, even though it's not like snow that sticks around for a while. But we've had, you know, flurries, dustings yeah, pretty much since February hit, I think. It's been at least once a week. Yeah. Which I mean, for North Carolina is a little odd. Well, we are yeah. in North Carolina is yeah. a little yeah. odd. But yeah, so we got hit with an ice storm. That started out being, oh, it's nothing. You don't have to worry about anything. It's just going to be a little bit of ice into, I don't know, probably about a half an inch of ice on trees. Yeah. It looks like a damn war zone over on some of these streets over here. Yeah, I counted 33 trees. There was this one road. There was, I think, about 30, 35 trees that had either broke in half or fell over from the sheer weight and the ground being so soft within a thousand foot stretch. Yeah, it's I mean, it was crazy. It was that bad. I mean, I seen some of the biggest trees down. There's this one lot that was cleared, and they're all the way around the perimeter of the lot. You can see where trees had just snapped, like, you know, 15 or 20 yeah. feet up the tree. It, w- it was, it it was, was kind of no terrible. Yeah, it was no joke. So our power went off on Saturday morning, flickered on and off for a little bit, and then finally at 730 and it was done. Yeah, it was And sad. it was done for a good 21 hours. And then finally, it came back on. 21? Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Oh, shit. I counted wrong. 27 hours. 27 hours? 36? I don't fucking know. It's about 36 hours. Oh, I counted wrong then. It was a long time. It was 7.30 on Saturday until 4.30 on Sunday. It was almost two days. I don't know. In my brain, it was two days. We froze our asses off. The house got down to about 55, which... Isn't super cold, thankfully, but it was freaking freezing. Yeah, it was. <coughs> it wasn't pleasant. I'm thankful for the kindness of friends who let us squat at their house for a couple of hours yeah. by their fireplace and uh, mm-hmm. let us just warm up and hang out there. And then the minute our electricity came on, we're like, "Oh, thank God, we don't have to deal with another night the of family sleeping." Family took us out to eat. You know. Yeah, family took us out to eat. So we appreciate everybody for their kindness yep. and taking care of us. We would do the same for anybody, but it seemed like everybody had. St- yeah. Mostly people had their electricity gone, which yeah. was, you know, usually it's a couple here and there, but it was mm-hmm. easier to ask, who has power and can I come over? Yeah. <laughs> it was much easier to do that. Yeah. So that was our weekend. So it kind of busted our plans of like laying low. We thought we would just have like a movie thon and hang out for Valentine's Day weekend and, yeah, you know, just kind of keep it chill and know that the weather was bad, but we didn't expect that it was going to get like it did. So. Yeah, our weekend was mostly spent stressing, which is not always very good. Yeah, my daughter lives. Week. One of my daughters lives out in the middle of Texas, and there was like three degrees. Yeah, it's super and cold. Like lots of snow and ice there as well. Like everywhere. I mean, uh, I was talking to. They have electricity <coughs> though, right? Vicksburg, Mississippi. Yeah, it's got like six inches of snow on the ground right now. Yeah, I've some people on my Instagram feed that are runners have no electricity. It's like five degrees. They're in Austin. It's super cold. Yeah. I don't know how you would do that because we didn't get that cold. Kind uh, of insane. Yeah. At that point, we'd move all the furniture away from the fireplace and start throwing wood in it. Well, pretty much. We do have a fireplace, but we are particular. We don't want the smell of the fire in our house. Yeah. Plus, we. But I would have. I would have burned it up though if it was going to be any longer. Oh yeah, I would have. I would have gone out to one of those places where they cut those trees down and split it and 
Yeah. <laughs> Can we have that? Because <laughs> we don't have this, electricity. I'm taking this firewood here. Yeah. And I'm putting it in the fireplace. Yeah. And we're going to burn that up. But, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it was everywhere. I mean, even a uh, guy I know that lives, like, I think he lives, like, 14, 15 minutes north of New Orleans, said it was 14 degrees there. God, that's craziness. I mean, you know, I, I lived in Louisiana, and I think the first year I lived there, there was ice. Like, yeah, I could see that, sure. And, and it was, and it's like, it's one of those, and it was, like, southwest Louisiana, and it was, it's just people were like, oh, what is this? Yeah, what is this I'm stuff sure. that's cold and, yeah. and, and it's causing problems everywhere? Yeah. yeah, people aren't used to that down south. You know, um, we were on a meeting, we were in a meeting at work today, and uh, a lady's like, well, I'm, it's cold down here in Florida, it's 64 degrees, so I had to put on my closed toe shoes and I wanted to throw something at her. God. <laughs> but it does feel cold, though. I mean, like when you're used yeah. to that, though, it, it no, is a it, different it kind of cold. It's, it is a very, very different kind of cold. And then. It's, so um, towards the coast, there was a tornado that went through and um, ended up killing three people last night. We had thunderstorms here. I mean, this has just been a wacky. I mean, if you really think about it, it's been the weirdest fucking weather. There yeah, was a bad crazy. tornado. I mean, a bad thunderstorm that came through last night. So after all the ice and all that, this it started raining like again for days now. Yeah, it, my it, mud apparently doesn't have enough liquid in it. And yeah, more likely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just been, it's been, I think last year, 2020, was the wettest year on record. Was it really? Yeah. Well, 2021's being the iciest so far. And welcome so. to the old folks podcast. Where right, we, we sound like weather. fucking old people. It's okay. It's fine. But <laughs> it's coming back through on Wednesday I like and how Thursday. you come in with that. We sound like fucking old people. <laughs> yeah, that's just throwing it in so we're not old people. I'm just, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm clarifying okay. that. <laughs> yeah, we got more weather coming in, though. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. It's an adventure. It just makes me tired, though, honestly. Well, anyways, guys and girls, we thank you for joining the show. Uh, we're going to be talking. Uh, you take two steps forward and I take two steps back. Oh, my God. Are you uh, seriously seeing that? Because it's been in my head since we decided we were talking about this. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. Freaking Paula Abdul. And it was on The Masked Dancer, too. They had that song, remember? Yeah. yeah I don't was. remember who danced to it, but it was Doesn't really matter. good. Oh, my God. That's so funny that you saying that. I literally was going <laughs> to say that. God, get out of my head. So funny. So, yeah, after the break, we're going to be talking. Uh, we're going to continue our our. It's not a series. <laughs> he hates when I say that. <laughs> it's not a. Se- I know it says breaking barriers before every episode, and it's not technically a series because we're not doing parts. But no, we, we're just talking about stuff. Yeah, it's it's just what we talk about. But we are going to. Go, I don't think we're really going to do like this whole myth busting thing on this one tonight because I think it's just a good conversation. We're going to be talking about do opposites attract? You know, opposites attract. It's it's the way that relationships are made. Best relationships are with people. Yeah, it um, keeps it interesting. Yeah, it keeps it interesting. Otherwise, you're stale. We're, we're going to see add to what level that really is. But uh, we want to we want to just say thank you for listening to the other shows. If you haven't checked, if you're checking us out for the first time, go back and check out the other shows that we've done. Also, go over to Instagram. We're going to get this out of the way. Go over to Instagram at uh, Rock Keep You Adventures and give us a like, a follow, or whatever you need to do there. Share. I, I don't know. Say don't hey. Do, yeah, just say hey. Yeah. We like to conversate, so go ahead and say hey. Yeah, and tell us what you think you'd like to hear on an upcoming show, especially if it deals with relationships. We love talking about relationships. Yeah. You got something going on and you want some uh, unsolicited advice if you want a non-professional. Don't come we're here. your people. Don't come here for <laughs> advice. We're, we're, we're your people. We yeah, like talking com- about don't relationships. Com- don't come here for advice. Babe. What? We have good advice. It might not be like the best advice. It's not professional, but we have good advice. Okay. We wouldn't be doing this if we didn't have some good advice. Well, I'm not. I, take this or no, I am never giving advice. <laughs> oh my God. It's not advice. You do what you want to do. We always clarify that. However, <laughs> yeah. based on our experiences, we says what we share. So, yeah. So, yeah. And don't forget to check us out over at the uh, Rock Hippie yeah. or go over to the YouTube channel. Uh, we got to get some more videos up. Hopefully, we'll do that here soon. And, yeah. Uh, Check out what we're doing over there as well. Anyways, we'll be back in a minute to get started on this. You know, the, the opposites attract, right? Yeah. I right? don't even remember the song now. Yeah, I don't know either. I just know two steps forward and I take two steps, steps back. back. We get together. Because opposites attract. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Okay, we'll be back in a minute.
We're back, guys and girls. Welcome back to the show. Uh, we're getting ready to start like magnets at north and south. Oh, my goodness. Attracting each other. There you go. Yeah, opposites attract. Uh, <clears throat> is it a myth? Is it true? Is it real? Is it something that people believe? I think uh, there was a study that said like 80% of the people believe opposites attract. I don't know about that. Well, I don't I mean, know how I, I feel about that. I mean, I get it. But I just well, don't. Man, I, but what I'm saying is, is 80% of people believe that that's opposites attract. Of, Not that opposites do attract. I'm just saying yeah, they believe that's it. Kind of, that's a lot of people. I wouldn't have guessed it would have been that high. I think most people believe that because it's something that's been, it's kind of like an indoctrination of life where people tell you that opposites attract, you know, because it's based off like science and stuff like that. Like, yeah, maybe not so. that, not that it's based off science, but you know, op, like, ma like I started out magnets, you know, yeah, you yeah. put the North and South pole together and they pull, they pull to each other. But you flip them the other way, they go the other they way. They push apart. So right. it's people use, um, analogies like that yeah. and put them towards relationships. But then again, they, they have these studies that take people in relationships and they put them together and they, or they take people in relationships and they, they see how similar they are. And then are they in happy relationships and things like that? And they, they come up with uh, different opinions yeah, or answers. So do opposites attract? I don't think so, but that's just my own preference. I but guess. at what level? I mean, like, I mean, I don't, okay. Like extreme opposites, like, you know, I'm I a little bit of country, know. and you're a little bit rock and roll. Right, yeah. Well, that's not even that far apart, really. I mean, I'm thinking, like, I just can't imagine that you would have something in common with somebody enough to, to sustain a relationship if you're at extreme polar ends. I think there's okay to have differences. I don't think that you need to be carbon copies of each other. I think that's not okay. Well, and I can't imagine you'd find somebody who's a carbon copy of you. That would be a little creepy. Um. But I also think that if you're so far off of the spectrum that perhaps you don't have any commonalities, and then I just don't know what you would even do. So what should be opposite? That's the thing. I mean, I think likes could be opposites. I don't think there's any – I don't think we have to be the same thing, like, you know, like the same thing and like to do the same thing. I would think it's things that are important to you maybe need to be – similar or at least tolerated like i mean if you music. like country music i'd have a really hard time with that why because it's just i would wouldn't want to listen to it <laughs> i wouldn't want to go to concerts okay so that would be something that would i would go but i don't think i'd be happy about it right but i'd go because you want me to go or i want to spend time with you but I don't know if that's like sacrificing yourself to do that. I don't know. So let's say I only like country music and like nothing else. I could see that. Yeah. Do you believe in the opposites uh, finding compromise space? Oh, yeah. I think that I think that's part of any relationship. But I think that that is probably more important in when there's opposites with things that you have. You okay. Know, with so. Each other. So when we're talking about opposites, we're saying interest should be more common. What should be, I mean, sh should there, okay, so should be should the people have all the same interest and likes and similarities to a, where they're like a carbon copy of each other? No, I don't think they should be. No, I don't think necessarily. Um, I mean, even when we got together, our musics were different. We had the same genre of music, but by no means was it the same type of music. No, no. At all, and so that was kind of, you know, different. And I like your music, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> 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 I went over the dark side. <laughs> right. Um, I think more, I think if you're doing things, this is my thing when I think about opposites track. I feel like if you're stepping outside of your personality or if you're stepping outside of your comfort zone to be with somebody because they're mm -hmm. so much more different than you, and it could be personality-wise, maybe, like, somebody's really, like, into, like, being a risk taker, and you're much more cautious about things, and, like, you find yourself bungee jumping on the weekends, and, you know what I mean, like, things that you would normally not do because you're trying to be in a relationship with the person. Like, if you're changing yourself to be with somebody, then that's where I think that the opposites attract thing is not okay. working for you do you know okay. what i mean no, I there's know a way of like acquiescing to things and like 
like if you really only listen to country music and that was something I'm not losing anything of myself to go to a country music concert. Right. But if you're doing things that I consider to be morally or ethically outside of where I'm comfortable, then I think it's a thing. Well, I hope that's for anybody. Well, I don't know. Some <laughs> people get in relationships because they like the thrill of it or they like the way it is. And then the next thing you know, they're doing stupid shit. Like what? I don't know. Robbing banks? No, I don't know. Just stuff. Like morally and ethically? Well, or like outside of your personality. Maybe not morally and ethically, but like of yourself. Okay. So not like, not not society of your own beliefs and what you think. Like if you start changing your personality to be like somebody who's different than you, that's where I think there's a line crossed. All right. So do you think, let's just use something like the Myers-Briggs personality test. Okay. Um. You know, you have introverts and ext- extroverts. Yes. So do you think that's too opposite for it? And we're just going to go at base level. Okay, we could do that. Yeah, just yeah. like at base level. Introvert and extrovert. We're, start, we're starting with the E or an I. Okay. I think it's – I would have a – it just depends on what the person's okay with. If it's eyes okay with the other person having all the attention and all of the outwardness and it doesn't bother them, then I would think that it's fine. But if they feel like they're being pushed to be in situations where they're not comfortable, then that's where it's a problem. Okay. So it's about what the person does that makes them comfortable. Yeah. I think if you're like... But what about just the personality in general? Let's let's not talk about being comfortable or morals or ethics, but like you're an extrovert and I'm an introvert. You always want to be going out. that's not true. Oh, Oh, okay, hypothetically. (laughs) I'm like, we're exactly the same. (laughs) I know we are, but I'm saying. Oh, like if you want to always go out all the time and the person just would rather stay home and like chill. Yeah, I mean, it's a personality thing. I think that's going to get on somebody's nerves after a while. I think it's going to wear you. But do you think there's any compromise between introverts and extroverts? Or do you think that only extroverts should be with extroverts and only introverts should be with introverts? No, I think you can have a compromise to it. Because I'm actually an introvert, extrovert. Like, I do need to, like, disconnect and, like, just be inside for a while. I don't think that's a real thing. But that's just my opinion. But I I I hear people say. No, I do. I get tired. I think everybody has the tendency that they need to step away no, there's days I just can't people. Like, yeah, I just well, don't want to be around people. I and think, I can't, I, think con- I don't want to come <laughs> conversate. I don't, but that's, but that's different than how I am every day, though. Do you but know what I'm saying? So, so that's why I say you're that. an extrovert, but you're, you're a person too, like everybody else yeah, who's yeah. like, today I'm just not dealing with it. Yeah. Yeah, because that's me every day. I, well, yeah, most days. <laughs> no, I'm not people in today. Even though I'm an extrovert by my personality test. You yeah, know, that is weird for you, but anyways, because I would put you as an introvert because naturally i'm an extrovert but i'm i'm intolerant to the level of stress i have to deal with with people so it's not that i'm afraid to be in public situations i have no problem being the center of attention i have no problem being out there and being loud but you're quiet in social situations though which is why i don't think that you're an extrovert no i'm not quiet in social situations i just choose not to talk into social situations but that's quiet but that's weird because an extrovert wouldn't be that way no, you, you're missing the point. An introvert is unable to. They, they cannot bring themselves to do it because it, it causes them stress to be out there. Me, I just choose not to because I don't really want to conversate. But That's I can weird. be – but, you know, I can go into any situation and talk, 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 talk. Yeah, I can meet you're anybody. you quiet, though. Yeah, because I just tend to myself. Yeah, that's, not, that's not an extrovert. Think about it like this. I can go to work and I walk into everybody's cubicle as I walk into yeah. and say hey to everybody. That's not an introvert. No, an introvert would just walk in and just like. But an extrovert can go into any social situation and just sit in the corner and just be like, whatever. Mm, and not worry about, about it. That. Because it's not social anxiety. It's not a social disorder. It's just, I don't want to deal with people today. Yeah, but I think that's introverted. But I go to your friends' places and I talk and I conversate and I have fun or I hang out with a certain group of people. It's not that I don't, I'm quiet in social situations, which this is way off topic. But but no, I think it's, actually, I think it's perfectly topiced. No, but think about it. It's not because I'm I'm socially awkward or I'm socially unable or I'm introverted in that nature. I just don't like the people I'm around, so I don't want to conversate with them. So I kind of group to the people that I like, and we chatted up all night long. See, an introvert would just, Shall I wait in the corner? They see. I think an extrovert. I think an introvert also pulls themselves away from situations, though. Like, 
There's a difference between being narcissist and center of attention and an extrovert who just... Yeah, I get that too. An extrovert doesn't mean you have to be the center of attention. An extrovert means that you are not, you will not, you don't shy away from uh, situations being in the public. You don't shy away from conversations or even leading a conversation or being in front of people and speak. Introverts don't public speak. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm a teacher. Yeah. But but that's what I'm saying. Like, you know. I think there's differences there. I think it's. I think <clears throat> people have to sit down when you're talking about how opposite or alike we are, is to really understand who you are as a person. Like you see some of my traits as introverted. Let's just use that. But I'm yeah. not an introvert by no means. Because if I was if I was an introvert, I wouldn't. You know, introverts don't like would not want to put themselves on YouTube and. Put yeah. themselves. I mean, these are the things that were, they would kind of, especially super introverts, not all introverts, because I know there's introverts who podcast and YouTube, but there's a level of it to where it's like I start pulling back. Hmm. I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I can go to any job site, meet anybody for the first time. I have no problem talking to strangers. Yeah. I have more problems talking to people I know than strangers. Yeah. Difference of an extrovert. Well, and, and I introvert. also think you don't like idle chit chat, so I think that's part of the reason why you. Are quiet too. Yeah, small talk just doesn't. Yeah, you don't like small talk. Doesn't stimulate me a lot. Yeah, and I guess that's probably why you're quiet in some situations. Yeah, I mean, it's it's more of an efficiency thing. I, I have only so many words I actually want to use a day, and I don't oh want to waste them on God. nonsense. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> it is really, but seriously though, I mean, you really like just basic personality traits. Like if you. Uh, well, I guess, okay. Don't let me forget to put a link in the description below. I'm going to put a link in the description. Yeah, for everybody um, take that. Because there is a good, it's uh, 16personalities.com. It's a oh, really it's good so site. Good. Yeah, yeah. It, it gives you a lot of d- information and detail. You can pay for extra stuff if you want. But to find out your basic Myers-Briggs personalities, like I'm an ENFJ. Shockingly, I'm an ENFJ too. Yeah, weird. But those two personalities actually go good together. Not all personalities the like personalities actually work together. Well, one of the things that was against ours, though, being together, even though ours were similar, I remember reading it when we first started dating, was that the that it is a center of attention thing that we both vie for that position. But yeah. we really don't. Not between us, we don't. Again, we're different about Again, things. I think it's levels to your personality. Yeah. Like, if you look at the ENFJ, there's, like, it's a scale going back and forth, like, one side or the other, yeah. like, extrovert, introvert. So I may be, like... 70% to the extrovert side. Yeah, so they consider you an extrovert, but yeah. you still have those. Yeah, yeah. But to go back to your question about whether an introvert and an extrovert could be in a relationship, I'm trying to think if I even know anybody that's like that, that's in a relationship. Not necessarily. I mean, I have people that are a little bit more quiet, like their other person is a little bit more quiet in certain situations, but that's just in some situations, not all. I think I know a couple, I'm not going to name names, but I think I know a couple of your friends who are. Yeah, I know some that are that way. Yeah. Um, I then, know one couple you, right off the rip. But then is, you throw in some alcohol and it's a totally different situation. Well, <laughs> alcohol should never be a determining factor of your personality. It might it's be gonna, for some. No. Your truest self comes out, you're in, uninhibited. No, I think it just, just lowers your your common sense and thinking <laughs> skills and you just do stupid shit um, um i don't know i think i think there's a level of tolerance so i think if you know you truly just understand each other to the point where like if you're in a social situation and somebody's you know a little bit more you know is gonna pull back and be a little bit more reserved and in, in those situations then um i feel like it could work um, do you feel like there's I a yin and yang balance to relationships though? Like some people are in relationships because they're opposite from the other person to kind of balance out their own personality. I could see that. I mean, I did in my previous relationship, I would say that my ex was more of an introvert and I was a more of an extrovert. So I, I tend to take over. I yeah. think it was a safety net for him because there was never a moment where, I mean, even though in, his, in some situations he was an extrovert, but in cases where, like, he didn't know people or the situation was a yeah. little unfamiliar, me being how I was, was comfortable in those situations. So I feel like that took the pressure off of him um, in those ways. So, I mean, I guess, well, I guess that tells you I'm divorced, so I don't know if that worked out. 
Well, I mean, again, it's not always. <laughs> but it worked for us. I mean, it did work for us. It was fine. But he see, didn't care if I was. Just because you're not with somebody yeah, yeah. now doesn't no, mean that. You laugh when I think about it. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's it's. I think it's more than personalities being opposite while people aren't yeah. together. I think people sometimes say, well, we're just too different, so we can't be together. I, I can that. see that. Like, I think if, I think if you're, let's just look at maybe like love languages types of things too. Mm-hmm. Like if your love language is just completely words of affirmation, right? Right. And mine is completely touch. Now, and I mean that I give and take. Gotcha. And you give and take. But, and there's no gray area where it's like, oh, I have some touch and I have some words. That's the only way we can see it. That those, I think that's too opposite. Yeah, I would agree. And it, at some point, my lack of my lack of getting touch from you and my giving touch to you because you're not getting words of affirmation is going to run that that well dry. Yeah, it's going to get irritating. Yeah, so it, I think there's there's opposite things there. But I mean, that's is that a, I mean, you know, it's a personality trait, I guess. In a sense of how you love and, and mm-hmm. how you get how you want love and how you give love. Yeah, it is. I would agree with you. So when we were looking at personalities over Hallman, I mean, it's, there's, there's a great length, people. There's a great length to understanding people's personalities sure. and their traits and things. And there's lots of studies out there. We're not the people that's going to do that for you tonight. No, we're just but posing questions. And yeah, just and think about, you know, maybe you're sitting with your spouse or you're going to go see your spouse or your significant other or whoever that person may be. And, you know, you start thinking, how much alike or different are we? You know, you can see that right up front. I think a lot of times it's like how, I think when people, you know, just like tonight, we were going to go grab something to eat, you know, and, you know, I kept asking her, what do you want to eat? You know, and of course, she's like, I don't know yet. So in my head, I've already made up my mind where I was going. I was like, I'm I'm going to Jam's Deli, (laughs) you know, I'm going to head over to Jam's Deli. And I haven't said anything to her, but, you know, I'm riding that way. And I'm like, have you decided? what you want to eat? And she's like, how about jams? And I'm like, I was all on the way there. <laughs> I was like, get out of my head. <laughs> but it's not like, you know, I, I don't think that's, you know, like some kind of like mental telepathy or some kind of like couples, you know, thing where it's like ESPN and, and, and stuff like that. ESPN, babe. Yeah, ESPN. <laughs> now you can do it. There you go. You finally got it right. Finally appropriate. Yeah. But it's more like you just, you're, you're kind of on the, I, I don't want to say wavelength? wavelength either. Oh, God. Yeah. Now we're finishing each other's yeah. sentences. Shit. But I don't want to say it's like a wavelength, but it's kind of like you kind of know each other so much yeah. and you have, you have those similar personality things that you kind of think the same way. You do the same things. You kind of have the same routines or schedules or you kind of follow the same path, you know, or you have like the way you think, you know, you're kind of analytical or you're a type A or type B. Those things tend to lend people more of what we call like one of those like it's kind of like a mentalist thing where you can read people Mm -hmm. like, you know, like highly skilled people can look at somebody and read them and know what they're going to say or know what they're going to do or know what color they're going to pick. Right. You know, that's why there's a job for like people in AGT to get on stage and, you know, kind of tell Simon Kyle that, yeah, you're going to pick this and pick that. Those people are awesome yeah but but they're really they're super they're highly intelligent and they Mm -hmm. understand how to read people and how to predict things in a statistical way i think that happens in relationships between people when they have so many similarities that they can they kind of pick up on what's going on like we know hey let's eat this tonight or we i'll start saying a sentence and you kind of pick up on and know what i'm going to say or you know there's a bunch of different things again i don't i don't tend to prescribe to you know telepathy or like like no, I mental wavelengths hitting we we do think very similar to each other though honestly yeah. i mean it's kind of scary sometimes when i'm like oh my god like i literally was gonna say that i've told you that before i've been like i didn't even say anything to yeah. you and i was thinking about that mm-hmm. and the next thing i know you said something it was the w- yeah. i can't remember what it was about but it's happened several times people think, think like psychic connections and stuff but yeah. i think it's just because two people are a lot alike and timing and situations kind of bring up things. Yeah. And I think and we're that's pretty w- consistent on how we yeah. are with things. And so there's nothing that's like throwing off the yeah. trajectory. At well, any and that's way. why, that's why I think that op- the whole terminal, the whole concept or, or, or phrasing of opposites attract is, is not a real thing or I'm not saying opposites can't attract and they can't be together. I think it's, um, it just doesn't work long term. 
Yeah, I think it's something that's fun and exciting at the beginning, when especially when it's like new and it's different and it's something that's out of your normal yeah. life or your normal step in life. You know, I mean, how exciting would it be like, you know, if you've never ridden on the back of a motorcycle and you start dating a motorcycle guy and you're yeah. out on the weekends and you're, you know, doing whatever, but that's not who you are. Or maybe it is. I don't know. But it'd just be well, interesting I mean, to see, to do things, you know what I mean? But then over time, what's really there once the excitement dies down of everything? Right. Well, I mean, it's it's the common it's the common movie myth, too. I think yeah. that's why people think offices attract. So I mean, I it's mean, Pretty Woman's based on it. Aladdin's based on it. Most Disney movies are based on it. Street Rat and Princess. <laughs> yeah. You know, or Cinderella. Or they, they find out in the end that they're more alike than they really know. Yeah, that's because true. Because it's, it's just, all right, so let's let's say this. So we talked about personalities. Uh, we talked about, like, love languages. But what about social statuses? Like, the opposites attract oh, yeah, the social, like, like, where, like, like yeah. the prince loves uh-huh. the lowly, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm watching, Cinderella. I'm watching uh, Merlin again. Um the show on Netflix. The well, Buffy guy's on it. <laughs> Giles. Yeah, I was like, is that Giles? He's watching it, and I hear in the background, I'm like, is that Giles from Buffy? He was like, that's where the hell that guy's from. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, So I'm watching that, and it's 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 the in this story, Prince Arthur is, you know, the son of uh, Uther Pendragon, and Guinevere is just a servant, and they fall in love, and is it is it because they're in two different stations that that gives them that excitement? Do they really love each other? Is it really opposites attract, being because they're in two different places, or are they so similar in personalities that's why they attract? Because sometimes I think, and and I'll say this, I do think that you know some people in sometimes in a lower station are attracted to higher stations because of what they have. Yeah, it's power. Or, you know, sometimes Money. people in higher stations are attracted to people in lower stations because they're tired of all of that circle uh-huh. they're in. So they kind of step out and try to find that. I can see that. But I think that, you know, social, economic uh, statuses, uh, where you sit, where, where, what position or power or not that you have mm-hmm. in life uh, is never going to be a determining factor if you last or not, unless it's something to do from outside forces. Like, yeah, I would agree. Like your parents. But I don't think opposites opposites in that term is what we would t- – I don't think anything materialistically opposite means anything. Like if I had a lot no, of money, I which so. I don't, and she didn't, I don't think that in the end will really determine if we stay together unless, you know, like that person's a gold digger and they just want you for your money right, and it's right, not right. about real love. I mean, if you, if you develop the real emotions for a person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you really – Get yeah, into if that you're person. emotionally invested with somebody, I think that is more important. All I the material things yeah, that are opposite. Ma- yeah, I don't think the material come things play. come into play. I yeah. would agree with you 100% on that. I think it's much more personalities, much more um, what you, you know, believe and what you, mm-hmm. um, how you are. I mean, personality has got to be a big thing in that. I think personality has everything to do with it. The opposites tracked. Maybe yeah. that's where that, where where the saying comes in is the opposite tract as far as like with everything but personalities. Like, you know what I'm saying? How could you not be, if you got nothing and somebody's got a lot of money and they're willing to spend it on you, how could you not be attracted to that? I mean, let's be honest. Well, I mean, if you was a Dallas Cowboy fan, I wouldn't marry you. Well, I'm not. So thank goodness for that. Yeah. You're just one step above that. Oh my God. Nah. You cannot. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> Cleveland Browns are not one step above Dallas. No. They're, they're your daddy likes the da- Cal- Cleveland Browns too, <laughs> so you cannot go cracking on your dad. I can go cracking on my dad because well, he cracks on me all well, the time. Well, he does, but still. <laughs> That's why I knew I won your dad over. Because <laughs> really, who else would admit to that shit? <laughs> Let's be honest. I got so excited. I was like, he's got a Cleveland Browns blanket too? <laughs> like. <laughs> So how much, like, if we're looking at so it, So what's like, the leeway? Yeah, like, let's just say a, a, a sliding percentage scale. Let's do it like this, okay? Teeter-totter. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Can we do a teeter-totter? No, we can't do no <laughs> damn teeter-totter. We're on a sliding scale here. Okay. Okay, so zero is middle. Okay. Okay. Five is opposite. Mm-hmm. Or let's do negative five is opposite. Okay. And five is similar. Okay. So if I slid that scale... Like, how far could you go one side or the other yeah. away from zero? Yeah. I would give it a plus or minus two. I'd plus give or it minus halfway two. on either way. Okay. Because I think you can find some common ground 
with having some differences between each other. Um, but I think if it starts tipping over to like the three the four range. All right, let's do it like this. We believe the opposites don't, in a sense, opposites attract is just nonsense. Like, yeah. you can't be completely opposite and, and attract. And have a lasting relationship. Um, again, it's a, I know it's a, bl- I don't, I hate to make a blanket statement. Sure. But uh, let's just go in generalities that opposites don't attract. Okay. Okay. So We're, studies say, most studies say that opposites don't attract. Not saying that they don't. Not saying that there yeah. aren't happy, lifelong relationships with people who are completely fucking opposite. Right. But they did say that the majority of the people that were the happiest were more similar. Right. So we'll yes. go that. So let's do a, let's do a percentage like ninety ten, like ninety similar ten. Okay. Uh, opposite eighty five fifteen. It's it's like it's like ground beef. I was going to say it's like the fat content in your in your sausage. Is it eighty fifteen? Right. Right. You know, is it 80-20? Yeah, what's the perfect blend of your ground meat in, <laughs> in terms of your relationship? Yeah, exactly. What's that perfect blend? Yeah. I'd give it a 70-30. It's pretty tasty. Oh, really? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Damn, that's, I'd go that's a lot of grease in the pan. Right. I'd go 85-15. Really? Think, I think out of a common relationship, I think that to have 15% of something different from somebody, maybe 20%, I think is okay. Yeah, I was going to go like a 75-25. Yeah, I'm okay with that range. Like, when I'd you get done cooking the meat, you got to drain it three times. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of grease in the pan. Yeah. 15 to 25% would be my range. Yeah. Somewhere I, in there. I think, I think once you start tipping into the 30%, the 40%. Yeah, I don't think you can go 60-40. That's a bad ratio. Yeah. I think I think 25%. That's grizzly. I, I'm kind of with you. I'm thinking between 15 and 25. I hate to give that big 10, 10 sliding scale range, but... Uh, I like. I to think be it depends on what the differences are because I think you can have a lot of differences and be in that twenty five percent range if they're not not big deal things. Do you know what I mean? Where I feel if it's like a big deal thing that's a difference, then it's like, eh, you probably want to hold off. Probably well, I mean, those things you'll have to discover. Well, I mean, and and uh, get me. Don't get us wrong that just because you go, well, he's only twenty five percent different than me, then they were so in a good range. Think, so. This is some things I was thinking about when opposites, like in relationships and things that people do. Like just in general, just throwing out some things that would be opposites. Like somebody who eats meat and somebody who's a vegetarian. That's a difference. That's a lifestyle difference. Yeah, that's a life choice difference. And that it would works. make I it mean, I know a lot of people that are friends that are that way. I don't know a couple who could. But I, but I also know that a lot of the couples, that the vegetarian at some point. Will eat meat. Will eat meat. Yeah, I mean, I can get that. In most relationships. Yeah. Or the other person who's the, the person eating meat will switch over and be vegetarian. So, in those instances, are you losing yourself? Like, that goes back to what I was talking about before. I, th- I, don't, I think I go, to a, I go to a material thing. Okay. I think, and, and here's my thing. If a meat I mean, eater, ethically, well, vegetarians but, sometimes ethically don't want to eat meat. But that's, that's. But then they do. But most vegetarians aren't doing it off an ethical basis. Vegans do. Now, I can't. Okay, so if it was a meat eater and a vegan, no fucking way. I don't even know how you'd have the meat in the house. Yeah, you can't because there's no possible way. I mean, there's, 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 that's a difference that's too great. There's a difference. Okay, there you go. There's our, there's our range there. Yeah, there's a, there's a a difference that's way too great. Like a vegetarian who just eats like vegetables because that's what they want to eat. Well, pescatarians. (laughs) <laughs> they're they're in a realm of like you can't come to me on an ethical battle because you're yeah, eating, you're eating fish. fish. But yeah. I'm just saying, but that's a range of people. Well, yeah, exactly. So two carnivores in the house. Yeah. Perfect. Awesome. Yeah. Then you start our range: pescatarian. Yeah. Vegetarian. vegetarian to vegan. Yeah. There's your range of differences. So there's our uh, our range of percentages. Yeah, I, just I to kind of give like a realistic. Well, but I mean, but 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 really, what we're looking at is it's still a material thing. It like, is, but I'm saying to give a range of how, of when it how becomes, broad that is. Well, but the, the range is based on when it was material to when it becomes ethical. Right, that's or what I'm saying. Or personality. Sure, and that's Vegan what is a personality yes. lifestyle choice Absolutely. where vegetarian may be, may be a lifestyle choice, but it doesn't – not all vegetarians. There may be some, but not all vegetarians. Don't care. Don't care if you yeah. kill animals or things like that. They don't care that's if you're eating you. meat. That's yeah, on you. Exactly. That's exactly, that's, that's your thing. thing. But, but they're really being a vegetarian more based off a health lifestyle, healthy lifestyle True. choice Instead of an ethical lifestyle choice, right? Because if it was ethical, they'd go the vegan. Right. So this is this is different difference between what I'm calling materialism gotcha. and the personal, the personality. Yeah. Uh, so side that of becomes it. ethical. That's yeah, when it becomes exactly. a thing. That's like kind of what I talked about. 
earlier when I said that if it becomes something that's outside of your realm of where you are comfortable. No, exactly, yeah. Then it's then it's something different. Right, and th- and that's what I'm saying. It's like. So if you are a vegan and you are married to a meat eater, we would love to know. Please, God. Like I reach I, out to I us. I actually am interested in knowing about this. Matter of fact, no, I take that back. If you are a meat eater, or if you're a carnivore and you're married to a vegan, vice versa, vice versa, whatever, whatever, and you're listening care. to this, please reach out to us because I want to do a show with you. Yeah, one hundred percent. I absolutely want to. So I want to bring you on the show and talk <laughs> to you because I have to know how that works. Yeah, I really do. I want to know because that is that is the Mac Daddy of opposites attract. I think. Yeah. What about religion to throw that out there? Does religion have anything to do with that? Religion has a lot. I think religion is outside of personality. That's where you and I differ. Well, I think religion at at the at the core level is probably the second or maybe the biggest. Mm-hmm. I think I Pol- think it's politics. I think it's personality, religion, politics. Yeah, I, I would think agree. those three things sure. are a large player in what opposites attract or don't attract. I'd agree. Of course, we know people who have different political views can live in the same household, can be married, and can live a long, healthy life. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Actually, I think it's healthier when people have different uh, political opinions because they can kind of balance. Check each other. Yeah, they can mm-hmm. kind of check each other. Like, yeah. oh, you're being way too left-wing. Oh, no, you're being too right-handed on this. You know, I think those can work as long as you have some – you have flexibility and grace in your life. Right, and ground rules with yeah. what is So acceptable. politics where it, yeah. it can be a handful okay. – yeah. I think can be very doable. It's navigated, navigationable. Ooh, that's a word that I just made up. But we're going with it. Okay. That's a word. Yeah, but you could get by with it. Yeah, you could navigate you could, well, the waters. You, and honestly, it could be a topic that you just don't touch if it is something that creates. No, I don't, I don't, you think, don't think. I don't think you can be, you can have different political views and not talk about it. Because when elections come around, yeah, when things happen, people are going to talk and you're going to have your opinion on it based on your political beliefs. But if you can kind of see eye to eye that maybe you can agree to disagree or that you can go, you know, we can – I think that's a – no reason I have an argument over it. Well, I think that also – and I don't want to sound kind of pompous about it, but I think there's a higher level of intellect where two people can talk about politics and not want to kill each other over it. Oh, I would agree. I, I think people who are stuck in their ways to the, the determining factor that they hate somebody because of a political belief yeah. – and I'm only talking about politics. Yeah. If you, if you can't get with somebody – and I'm not talking about you have to marry them, date them, or anything, but just in the general sense of being nice, uh, kind. Yeah, you know, just in, in if the you just because of their political good beliefs. Conversation. I get it. You know, Democrats don't like Republicans. Republicans don't like Democrats. I mean, at the core level, you know, they do and they don't. But you know, when you're to the place where you hate somebody because you know they voted for Trump, or you hate somebody because they voted for Biden. That's kind of de- defeating the purpose of everything in life because yeah, you lose your humanity in it and you become you start demonizing people over the fact no, that neither sides in any yeah, any situation yeah, in that yeah so but anyways but moving away from politics in religion absolutely okay a Muslim I, and again I'm gonna say this with the preface that there may be people out, out there that are doing it and they do it well and they can live in that that place, yeah, yeah. but I, I don't see how it's possible for, and I'm going to go extremes, like a Muslim and a Christian cannot, like if they can be married, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, I don't think it can be, because right. one, I will say this, I think the Christian can marry the Muslim. But you don't think it could be the other way? No, I don't even think Christian can marry the Muslim. I don't think, he, I don't think that could ever happen. Because the beliefs are so far different. Well, yeah, because, okay, so for one, let's just look at it like this, okay? Let's just say, let's go to the higher spectrum that it's a Muslim man and a Christian woman. Okay. You know, and, and I don't know all the ins and outs anymore of uh, different different religions in the Muslim, uh, or in Islam, I know there's different laws, there's different, um, I'm going to call them denominations because it's easy because I'm from a Christian background, so... Okay. I know there's different, like, points of Islam. Gotcha. Like, I can see different, like, I see people who are in Islam, and they don't all, like, do things the same way. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So, so now, just now and, and here's what I'm going to say. I'm talking specifically about a relationship between two people who are intimate, mm-hmm. like marriage, whether okay. you are same sex or different sex, okay? It doesn't yeah. matter. 
I'm talking about a relationship of intimacy between two people because here's what I do believe. I believe people can work together in different religions. People who are in different oh, religions yeah. can be friends. You can be uh, associates, acquaintances, whatever. I'm just talking about at the highest level of relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't see how, like, you know, because, you know, in some areas of, you know, Islam, you know, you wear the burqas and you're covered and things like that. And Christian mm-hmm. women, they don't care about that, you know, and, and they don't have to. I think there's there's restrictions and in, in laws and stuff that kind of, of course, I know that in Islam, you I think it's like, you know, I'm, they're not going to marry an infidel, whoever's not, you know, right. in the Muslim religion, infidels. Uh, I don't know everything, so I may be talking stupidly right now. And but please forgive us if we are. Yeah, and if you want to fact check us and tell us where we were wrong, hey, we're more than welcome to bring you in and let's talk about it deeper. But I think at a relationship level, I think religion's, too much of a difference in, in religions won't work. It, it, even to the level where they're closer, like Judaism and Christian. Mm-hmm. I mean, they both believe in the same God. Sure. I mean, and actually in Islam, it's the same God too. It's just it's they just use how diff- they do It's it. just different yeah, yeah. words. Right. Different names they use. But the, it, at the basis, it's all the, it starts all in the same place. It starts okay. all, you know, technically in the Garden of Eden. It starts all you know, from God creating everything, you know, it, that's their God. So the religion kind of starts out the same. I mean, Judaism and Christianity only differ up until Christ. Gotcha. So when, <laughs> when Christians, because Christians believe in Jesus saving, Jewish said, no, Jesus might be a man, but he's right. not the Savior. He's not the Messiah. We're still basically waiting on that. Mm-hmm. So I think in that sense, you still can't work. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's it's to the point where differences in religion, opposites in religion, there is no way. There is absolutely <laughs> no way. So you can unless you compromise to the fact mm-hmm. that okay, you're going to do your thing, I'm going to do my thing, but then you have kids. Yeah, then what do they do? Well, well, you can let them choose. You're, you're not going to let kids choose. You're not going to let children under the age of thirteen choose. You're not, because they're going to go with somebody. If I'm going to church, my kids are going with me. They're not choosing. Yeah, that's true. So if we go to different, like, you go to a mosque and I go to a church. They have to pick. The parents have have to choose that. I mean, a two-year-old can't choose where they go. No, that's true. A five-year-old can't choose where they go. Yeah. I mean, they can say, oh, I want to go with daddy or I want to go with mommy. But at some point, things are going to start clicking. And then it's going to be, well, why does daddy's people say this and mommy's people say that? There's going to be something that creates a, 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 a super bad riff. I don't think yeah. religions, I think this is the problem with the concept of religion. But at the same time, I can't nullify religion mm-hmm. in, or faith. Right. I, I'm going to say I can't nullify faith because I believe in God and I believe in a Jesus and I believe in those things. But it doesn't stop me from understanding things, you know, more spherically with everybody where mm-hmm. I'm open to a lot of things, but at the end of the day, mar- if I was married, if you were, let's just say you were Hindu, mm-hmm. you know, there's things I'm not going to believe that you believe. Sure. And those differences can cause a rift because you have a deep hearted faith you're in this. In your faith. Right, right. Yeah. And you're not going to want to be changed. Yeah, but one of us is going to want to change one of one of each other because we love that person enough and we want them on our side. Yeah, not because we want them on our team or things like that, but we love so them so much. So that runs deeper than politics, then. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, I mean I get that but because I've changed my there. political basis, you know, sure over the years because I grew up and learned things. Oh man, this mm-hmm. doesn't work or this doesn't well, work. Well, this is much more intrinsically about you. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Politics, politics is more materialistic. Yes. Your religion, your not your religion, but your faith. Faith, is yes. more personality. Yeah, intrinsically. Yeah, you, you. I mean, you are, like, if you're a Christian, you... Well, because it shapes your life and yeah. your, what you believe and It's how your you set of beliefs, yeah. All, yeah, yeah. Your ethics, your morals, everything you're yes. based off of in your life is kind of based around how you believe. Mm-hmm. It's not about what you know and what you don't know, but it's what you believe. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you ask yourself, you know, what, what the hell do I, you know, really want from a person? Well, I want them to be at least... I mean, we have different... We do, because I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself to be a Christian. No. I believe in a higher power. What that is, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I am a spiritual person. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. I 
connect to something higher. What that yeah. is, I don't know. Right. But that, I mean, we had a conversation about that because of how strong you are in your faith and mm-hmm. how I'm not with mine in any regards to, I mean, I believe, but I don't believe like you do, but it hasn't been an issue. No, but I'm also open though. That's the difference too. And I'm open too. So yeah, I think we're, when I it did comes go to church. I mean, I do go to church. My, I went often with my friends yeah, to church, but I think, I think in our stage of life or maybe where we are at in our intellect and understanding of people and things that religion doesn't play a larger fact. And when I say religion, I mean the institutional part of it, the regulation, sure part of it, the, the, the very, like, praxis of religion. Mm-hmm. But the faith part of spirituality, how we believe what we believe, and being open to talk about that gives us a better uh, room mm-hmm. in our relationship. Actually, I think it strengthens our relationship because we talk so openly about what we believe and what we don't believe. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not, neither one of us are pushing on either side of no. us either in any regards. Like, no. you never have, nor do I. Don't worry. You're going to be at the altar saying, <laughs> yes, Jesus, please save me one day. But, <laughs> but, but, this, but, the, but the reality of it is, is that we're not so caught up in the concept that religion runs our life, but yet, you know, our, our intellect and our, our ability to be open-minded and conversate about things. Mm-hmm. I believe certain things. I believe certain things are true. Yes. But in believing those things are true doesn't mean that it, it's actually absolute truth. Mm-hmm. Like absolute truth means 100% without a shadow of a doubt, factual evidence that this is real. Right. Like if I throw a rock in the air above my head, I know in absolute truth that rock's going to come down and bounce me on the head. <laughs> okay. I know that. Yeah. There, I mean, there's a law, you know, yeah, that the gravi- law, that gravity a, law. is a law, <laughs> but, but that's what I'm saying. Absolute truth is yeah. that rocks want to come back and hit me yes, on the head. 100%. But, and, and I know Christians don't like me saying things like this and things like that. You but should probably have a show where you talk about this stuff. I, I think I should. I think I do. <laughs> I think you do too. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to check that out, next quick plug, the theological dilemma will be on a, Maybe it's a you YouTube like channel, that? YouTube channel. The Theological Dilemma. I just put out the first video. It's not much, but we're getting started. Just yeah. a place for me to vent and He's ask questions. Yeah, yeah, but go ahead. I, I just I was trying to help you out. Oh I gosh. threw the softball up for you. Good yeah, job. You I hit it. Yeah, good job. It went foul. No, <laughs> no, but I mean, it is true, though. Yeah, but I think, I think that's the thing. People don't like that. Yeah, people don't like me saying, like, I don't know at the end of the day if God is, you know, I b- fully believe he's real. Right. Yes. That's what I believe. And I don't care what anybody says. Nobody's going to come to me and tell me he's not real and me believe it unless they bring that absolute truth of evidence. Right. 100%. But I can't give somebody 100% absolute truth of evidence that he is real. Now, people, now there's going to be Christians say, well, we have this, that, and the other. And I'm like, but I mean, everything might, things might point to it mm-hmm. and things might be this, but, and, and, and I know we're kind of off topic, but I'm going to say this because I've already started this shit show. Okay. <laughs> if we had 100% absolute truth evidence that God is real, that would nullify the reason for faith. And that would nullify the word of God through grace and faith that we believe. We believe, you know, those types of things. Because mm. I'm, I'm pretty adept in the scripture. I'm pretty adept since I have a degree in theology. Um, yeah, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> uh, that that's what I believe. But because I'm open to understanding and accepting other people's opinions on mm-hmm. or beliefs on their truths, that I'll take everything in. And I think that's why we mesh so well, because we're able to conversate. Again, people, we're going to come back to the key factor of relationships, which what is, is that word? Uh, communication. There you go, babe. Yes. So Knock if you want to join our show and understand the key factors of relationships, you will always know that communication is the key. Thank it you. It is, 100%. So if you're communicating on a higher level... And, and yeah, we have some pretty freaking in-depth conversations. Yeah, usually in the car, but that's fine. Well, but but we but we communicate at at a higher level, meaning we communicate without the need of debate, without the need of arguments, oh, yeah. without the need that oh, we may disagree, and we're not just going to agree to disagree. We're gonna we're just going to say what we need to say. No, and I also just like that I can ask questions about things to you without you coming off as preachy. Like you always give me good information like I feel like it's for me to learn things or for me to understand you better or whatever the case might be um and so I find that that helps a lot but that's how we communicate with each other 
So it's, it's yeah, and works. I think again, we're mature. Yeah, to the 100%. point where we've been around the block a little bit, and yeah. you know, I'm Jenny from the block. <laughs> no. No. Okay, not her. No, let's please not be her. No. no, she got issues right now. Anyways. Okay, so religion too far. Yeah, I think if you're at extreme opposites, even gotcha. if you have a very open mind, and again, not that it can't work, but Would I just you be um. How would it be if somebody was um, an atheist or on the other end? I, I think – here's what I think. I think the only people that can work in atheist relationships or atheist or agnostic relationships could be a Christian. Yeah. Can't be that. a Catholic. Can't oh, be God. Muslim. Cannot be Judaist, Judaism. Possibly Hindus. Maybe Buddhist. I think Buddhist and Hindus, you could work that around a little mm-hmm. bit. But I think Christians at some point, depending on – where in Christianity, like mm-hmm. Southern Baptist or yeah, yeah. just like charismatic spiritualist. You know, there, there's different levels of Christianity, too. Not sure, levels, sure. but different different areas of Christianity that I think it could work. I think it comes back to us where it's like you could be an atheist and I could be a Christian. And I don't think at the end of the day, I know other people would look at people outside the relationship, maybe in Christianity or atheism, would go, you know, like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. But I think, again, I think there's purposes and, and processes for everybody. And that's what it is. I would say that I would get into a lot of trouble by saying that, you know, I don't care who marries who. I mean, it's it, that's your choice. It's not up to me, you know, where people would say, well, the Bible says this and the Bible says that. Well, uh, the Bible says a lot of things, um, but how you look at it, how you interpret it at the end of the day, because we all obviously interpret things differently. But when it comes to relationships, I, I mean, somebody once told me that, you know, Interracial, interracial relationships were wrong biblically, and they gave. Okay, I'm sorry, I made a face. I was like, yeah. oh. Well, it, I mean, yeah, they had scriptural basis that they could go to. Sure. But the scripture didn't mean that. They took it to mean that. Gotcha. Well, I think that happens often. But it, I mean, it, it says you know, you people shouldn't marry you people, and they were two different. I don't know if they were two different races, two different. I, I know they weren't the same nationality for sure. Okay. They could have looked different. Yeah. They probably did look different since they were from two so different that lands. Was interpreted as that. But it wasn't based off of what they looked like or where they were from or the color of their skin. It was based off their religious affiliations. Gotcha. That God said, these people are like this and you're not like that. And we don't want you to mix because it's going to cause a rift and you're just going to pull, it's going to pull you as godly people or away my people, from, God's people uh-huh. away from me. Gotcha. So, what, and this is my, when we're talking about relationships opposites track, I do not believe opposites in color of skin matter. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. Races are not opposites attract. Races don't mean anything at the end of the day. I mean, I know that everybody has their cultural preferences, like their cultural mm-hmm. backgrounds and things like that. And I know some people say, well, like, you know, a white person marrying an Asian person, there's two different cultural biases. But at the end of the day, as the world grows and becomes more mixed with we're each other, mixed. we're we're all becoming uh, engrossed in each other's culture. I think if we give up this whole idea that we're so different because we look different, and if we start, you know, moving and growing together, which everybody wants, but yet at the end of the day, they keep yeah. saying we're separate. Don't do what I do because you're taking away my culture. Mm-hmm. You know, I get that. You want yours. Do it. Do it your way. But you know, if we all want to come together at the end of the day, even in relationships, I mean, if a if 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 a white man and a black woman get together, if a if a if a you know a, Me- a Mexican man marries a Canadian woman who is white, you know there's different cultures, Some damn good food but they're right mixing there. and they're bringing. Oh my God, yeah, and they're bringing <laughs> everything together. You yeah. know that's great. I don't think opposites. I think those opposites don't matter. I think that I think that makes a relationship. You know what I mean? Like it flourishes it. Yeah. In that regard. But outside of that, you know. It's the religion aspect. He's like, no religion, you know, this this thing that I, I don't want you mixing because you stay with me. I think that was the point of that story. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the point of kind of what we're talking about, that opposites in religion probably won't mix because at yeah, some it's point it's going to difficult. cause a, a deep dissension and divide. Well, because it's so ingrained in who you are. It's not just something that's surface level. It's it's very yeah. much part of who you are and it could be generational. I mean, that's the other thing you're looking at, too. You know no, I mean? absolutely. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, there you go. 
So religion, difficult. Yeah, and Politics, hey, if you're doing it, doable. Yeah, we want to know. Like, yeah, hell if you're yeah, doing it, know. if you're in like completely different religions and you're doing it well, we would love to know how that works. Yeah, reach out to us and let us know because I'm telling you, it's it's a. I just find it fascinating. I find anything that has to do with like that kind of thing, yeah. like you know what I mean, just interesting. I love getting into people's business. <laughs> she but really I mean, does. It, I do a little bit, but, but I like to learn about it. It's but it's to me, it's learning about something because it's different than what I have, or it's different, you know. Well, for me, it's, it's it's the aspect if I meet somebody who asks me a question, I can go, well, you know what, these people, I mean, that's that's the basis of like everything I've done yeah. in my life is based off experiences mm-hmm. that I've learned from other people or that experiences that I've had in yeah. my own life. And experiences trump anybody's book. I, yeah. You know, I remember, I remember one time I was talking to this couple and they're like, we've read all the baby books, you know, all and I'm them? like, oh. well, maybe not all of them, but all the major baby books, yeah, you yeah. know. Well, yeah, I didn't think every baby yeah, book. I meant hell, they try to the major ones. But at the end of the day, I'm like, well, what'd you learn? Well, not even that. It's just like, so have you talked to people who've had babies? Like, have you spent time understanding what people who've actually had kids actually go through? I know these people in, that write books may or may not have kids, but at the end of the day, are you getting real life experiences? Yeah. Because they're writing from a stance of intellectual studies or intellectual case studies and things like that. And, and they're also doing like the, the status quo kid. You know what exactly. I'm saying? You know, the, everybody's different. Yeah. Like there's no way on earth that somebody could have told me that, that my little grandbaby, every time you turn on a flash was cheese smile. Like what kid does that? Like, oh my God, it's the like best. stops in mid, mid stride and just like throws up the stupidest cheese. Like I her best it. Chandler smile. Yes. It's amazing. Comes out. Yes. Like, or, she doesn't put yeah, things. Yeah, that's on page 253 and uh, yeah. what to expect. I know it sounds stupid or like, true. I mean, there's all kinds of things like she loves, she will only watch Poirot, which is a cartoon. It's a Korean cartoon, but on Netflix, they have multiple languages, but she will only watch it in Korean, but she'll watch she everything else in English. She will a stink if it's in English. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how do you, those are experiential things. Yeah. And I think that's the same thing in relationships. So if you're in a relationship and you're going through things, talk to other people who are in relationships. Yeah. Ask them what they're doing. That's why I like to learn from other people in relationships. Well, yeah. I always think about with teaching. Everybody yeah. who thinks they could teach until they show up in a classroom and realize, oh, my books did not teach me half this stuff. Because Everything you learn in a book, everything you learn in a book is like a 70, 30 chance that yeah. you'll throw that shit out the yeah. window and go, well, yeah, this doesn't work. Yeah. That's why you have student teaching. So you can actually yeah. be in a classroom and experience it versus just reading about it. And that doesn't do any good. So if you got any of your own stories, if you got something that we talked about tonight that you want to add, let us know. You can go over to Anchor and, or you can go to any of our podcast uh, descriptions and you'll see a link for like voice messages. Yep. Hey, if you don't even like that, skip that. Leave us a DM on the Instagram page. Yeah, we we'll check it and we'll get back tell us to you listen to the post, and we'll get up with you. Heck, we'll throw a Zoom call together, and we'll record some shows, and yeah. we'll say, hey, you know, this is what we do. And if you are a couple who are complete opposites, we yeah, really hit us would up. love to talk to you. I love disproving I things. Feel, yeah, I just want to learn because maybe we're totally off off on this whole thing. Like, maybe, I don't think so. Maybe. I think again, or maybe they're just in the you know they're just making it work. Again, I say, I say maybe out of every ten relationships, two are opposite, completely opposite. I was going to go one. Yeah, I'll give it two. Give it two. Well, that's twenty percent, so yeah. we'll give it to you. Interesting. So, yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, there you go. All right, guys and girls. Well, thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for checking us out. Don't forget to go over to the RockHippieAdventures.com. That's the website. Instagram, yeah, you can check check us out on Facebook. If you're one of those people who spend a lot of time on Facebook, make us spend some time on Facebook <laughs> because we don't. We're terrible. I am it. terrible at the Facebook. I like, love the Instagram. Yeah, the Instagram's where we're at. So if you're catching us on Facebook and you're not getting anything, please go over to the Instagram page. Like where you it's at? Rock Hippie Adventures. Check us out over there. We're not doing anything on Twitter, honestly. <laughs> no, it's terrible. It's just blank. Yeah. It's not blank. It has things, but it's just terrible. Don't go over there. I just can't get into that. I like pictures too much. That's why I'm on Instagram. And go check out the YouTube channel. Uh, It's Rock Hippie Adventures. Yeah, we're going to hopefully get some videos up there Go check out what we've done. Share it, like it, comment. I don't care. Just help us out. (laughs) I'm over here begging people. Help us help you. Yeah. Help us. Help me help you. And if you don't (laughs) know what that from is, show me the money. (laughs) I'm not going to do... Whatever everybody thinks I'm going to do. 
Freak out. No, anyways. <laughs> anyways, thank you guys and girls for listening to the show. We'll see you again on the flip side on episode number 26. And we are out because you must live life loud and bold. And mediocrity is not an option for us and it shouldn't be for you. <laughs> My brain doesn't work, but that doesn't mean yours doesn't. That's a new one. <laughs>